Well, guys, we made it. We finally got to the end of 2022, and we still need to finish our white elephant gifts. I, I think it's safe to say that Sean and Nick here, our wonderful guests, have picked out some uh, some good bangers thus far. It's gonna be it's gonna be a really close one this year. I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think anyone's safe. I don't think anyone's going to win. I think the least (laughs) safe people here is the audience because they're in danger of listening to our writing. They're they're very in danger of the next white elephant gift. I see. I see nothing wrong with the next white elephant gift. I think it's going to be great. Why why would you say that? I'm I'm looking at it right now and I'm not sure if I agree with that statement. Oh, well, why, why don't why don't you agree with that? St- well, I guess we'll get to why you don't agree with that statement in a little bit here. I'm also Everyone, I'm, I'm I, not looking at it, and I have no idea what the fuck anyone is talking about. Everyone, I have an announcement. That cock, no ball. In six days, it'll be my birthday. Wow! I'll give you a little yeah. kiss. On the You're gonna be an old man. I'm turning the blink. I'm turning the blink. One eighty two age. 182? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think it'd be funny if I don't explain what that means because it's because Sean's a little baby and doesn't know what Blink 182 is. I know what Blink 182 is. Oh yeah, name three other songs. They got like the traffic light. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they do have the traffic. What? <laughs> they, uh, they, the did, they did they did the sweater song the best time to wear a striped sweater <laughs> they did not the do the sweater song bro what the fuck um, there's a really obvious answer here <laughs> welcome to the black parade yeah that one they did that one <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> I, so. I knew it that, that, mm-hmm. one's, that one's yes in the can we can we talk about the fact that um that the sweater song by Weezer is 29 years old. That's not the sweater song. <laughs> no, it is. You're, you're remembering no, it wrong. <laughs> I'm remembering it wrong. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you dumbass. It goes, ooh, wee, ooh, I have a sweater and a song. <laughs> I love that song. Hey, if oh, we're going to be talking oh, about Weezer, can I leave early? I don't get pegged. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the, wrong place. the pegging what? session's about to begin oh shit <clears throat> fuck fuck all right do not so, actually well, leave the zencaster that will fuck everything up yeah, really don't, don't really leave it. yeah don't don't yeah. do it oh don't shit, do it. let me try no, no, no don't, don't do it, it. don't <laughs> do it don't do it all right Please. you know all what right. we should Uh-oh. do we should silence. read silence no I need to divvy up roles, and I'm gonna divvy them up before we get started, so things are funnier. All right. Can Please don't give me anything offensive. Uh, there, there's shockingly little offensive in this, believe it or not. Okay. Shockingly I don't know little. There is any. Okay, give me the least. I see a lot of stuff. I see a lot this... of things that I'm not liking. What's wrong? I haven't seen this yet. Can I see it? Don't oh, yeah, see share it, it with our bit. guests. Here, here, no, I'll share. I'll share a screenshot. <laughs> I'll share a screenshot to our guests so they can understand what's happening. Um, what's, Sean, what's your you're gonna check gonna sexism, and Nick, I'm oh. just gonna send it to you on Steam. 
<laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, that a my really connection to this. So you bro. think you can fan in the podcast is only alleged? Do <laughs> 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 not support their beliefs or values. Okay, Mister. I, I, I we have no. we have we have no Hitler Hitler um apologists in our friend group anymore. Ooh. <laughs> What are you saying? Sergio's a neo-Nazi. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> According to the SCP wiki, Sergio's a white supremacist. Don't offend no, Sergio. I, I was gonna if say... you would have handed this off to, to an SCP fan with no context and asked them which author wrote it, they would probably say, so you think you can fan an I, uh... author of the Valraven Corporation. <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, you, got, you created the Valraven Corporation. That's right. I did. Yeah, you. I, I totally did. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> Sean, could, could you imagine if somebody just glanced at one of the episodes where you have you as Sean's sexism and then there's just a new 05 thread where it's like non-disciplinary thread. Sean Saxum 444. Sean Saxum has, has been has been listed as a sexist on this podcast. Further information <laughs> is required. Oh my god. Imagine. That would be legendary. All right. I'm going to message Lucio and ask him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember the bomb. Whatever they decide the punishment is, make sure to plus one it. <laughs> He's so good. Imagine I just comment on the forum like, love this article, really well written. Yeah. <laughs> Great guys, keep it up. Plus one. Speaking of well, making the, things, making the community divide, safe. Can we divide up the roles, please? Yeah. No. Can we get, can we get onto that? All Why right. are you yelling at me? The narrator for this fic is someone who is not faint of heart must be very good at reading a lot of nonsense i can do it very straight are you sure are you sure i can do it i can do it matt i okay. don't me a coach i believe me a coach you know okay. i can i am going to play i got that dog santa. in me i'm i'm sorry if anybody else wanted to i'm going to play santa claus it's necessary to the lore okay uh let's see oh I was also thinking there's a good bit of preamble narration, so I'm going to have two uh, sub-narrators. Who would like to be the sub-narrators? You'll each take a page. I'm a fucking sub. I want to be the dom-narrator. Is that... Man, right. is that my dog from Final Fantasy XIV? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay, Michael gets to go on the first page, then Nick goes on the second page that that has words, then we're going to go into Jacob. What? Now, who would like to be Adventurous Boy 1, and who would like to be Adventurous Boy 2? I'll be number one. I really want to be number one. What was that? I'll be Adventurous Boy number two. Okay. Alright. Let's see here. Who wants to be the antagonist? Nick. What? We've got somebody who hasn't gotten a role yet. Nick, you want to be the antagonist? Sergio, I feel like, is a better antagonist. He is a neo-Nazi. Uh, that's true. <laughs> true. I, I, I will be the antagonist. Are you sure? Okay. I think, I think that'll work out pretty well. That'll work out pretty well. And then okay. who... Uh, well, let's see. I'll have... Um, I'll have Michael be female ancillary characters, and I'll have Sean be... Ancillary male characters. Ancillary okay. male characters. 
Okay. Are we all good? Do you need us to define ancillary for you, Sean? Yes. What does that mean? Where Uh, where do I read this? I will post it. I will post it now. Can I read the second page? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, there will be plenty of time. Um, Ancillary just means, like, extra side, extra bonus. The other characters. Anybody right, who doesn't have a name. Famous famous author Sean Saxon doesn't know what <laughs> word means. More news. Right, uh, okay. Sub narrator <laughs> one. Take one a, sub narrator one. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Why do All I right. just see Jews on the side of my screen, dude? <laughs> I wanted we to posted read the page. Jews I'm like so five sad. minutes ago. <laughs> I, yeah, why? You saw it. I know, but like I did even on the side of my screen for a guy. Oh, the outline. Yeah, the <laughs> outline has Jews. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, Nick. All right. Uh, all right. Are we all ready? Are we, have we got? Have we got the the yeah. the jitters out of our system? Got yes, it. Father, yeah. I'm ready. No, yes. I'm shaking, but please go on. I'm squirting. And oh. no matter what you guys think, I promise this is n- this is both not what you think in a very good way and not what you think in a somewhat bad way. Oh my god. Okay. I see Hitler in Himmler. It's like Waluigi in like... Stop spoiling! Okay. Sergio, cut his words from the record. Expunge him. Alright. Yeah, just replace him with a really loud horn. Please don't add <laughs> like, more like Spongebob Spongebob right. alarm clock. Alright, enough horsing around. Sub-narrator okay. one. <laughs> Please. <Okay>. Begin. <laughs> My Comprehensive Guide to Politically Correct Ethnostate Principles and You by Adolf Hitler. (laughs) Hello, reader. Fuck women. You may refer to me as Mr. Superior Hitler, sir. I have collected here for you a number of based and red-pilled principles. These will serve as an excellent guide for you as you work your way through life, and I endeavor endeavor to provide aids to you. Please read my five steps to cleanliness to begin. Step one, you will wash the foreskin. Step two, touch grass. Step three, (laughs) bathe in the waters of redacted. Himmler told me to take this part out or he won't cuddle with me anymore. Read my next book, My Little Uprising, for an Easter egg to it. Step four, dock with nearest lima bean. Step five, go to Home Depot and utilize each plumbing <laughs> fixture. <laughs> now that you have read the steps to cleanliness, stop right now. Go do them. I'll wait. And so we wait. <laughs> and we wait. And we wait. Yeah, that's yeah. my dog from Final Fantasy Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. And Mr. Chad's Spongebob. What is below What's... Chad Sponge? Uh, something beyond mortal comprehension. <laughs> what is with you guys and using visual elements in your podcast? Uh, we, hate our... we hate our it's... audience. Because it's really funny. <laughs> oh my god. It's funny to not give people visual like visual reference. What people are just have. like, oh, what does he mean? What's under Chad Spongebob? Excuse me? <laughs> Sorry, I think it'd be Chad Sponge. Oh, Chad Sponge. My mistake. Chad Sponge. Um, it looks like uh, a really blurry picture of the ant from A Bug's Life. 
<laughs> I can confirm that is not what that is. You can tell me what what is it, big boy? It's foreskin. Oh, boy. <laughs> Why would your foreskin be blue? Frostbite. Hello? <laughs> it's been pretty cold foreskin. over there. Yeah, it did get to minus 15 the other day. Damn. It got and the Jacob 30 died. here. It, it, I will probably would have been fine. I was walking around in like a t-shirt in 30 degree weather. I was fine. Okay. <coughs> Call me Nick. All right. <clears throat> Sub narrator two. Okay. Fucking waiting. Jews. <laughs> now, Jews. <laughs> the original in the room might now be asking now in the year 1969 why the Jews are still around and I Spend the shit out of them with Bernie Sanders asking for donations. The long and simple answer is I found the Jewish woman who could suck me like a vacuum cleaner. And <laughs> she's like, bro, pussy has changed my life. <laughs> when I say fuck women, I mean it literally. Don't keep them waiting. Without the way, I'd like to introduce you to the collection of short stories by me and my lifelong best friend and best man, and all around great friend, Himura. Before that, though, I'd like to remind you of a previously published wacky as grades that can fruitful models for a cleaner future. Ujology, Hitler and Himmler attend Stalin funeral after eating edibles. 1959. Damn, I did that once. Damn. After all the constipation. as Hitler, about his anal circumference and other health issues. Puberty God edition available. 1943. <laughs> And Hitler and Himmler go to space in 19xx. And now, considering the season of this book is going to be published, I introduce you my new and favorite short story. <clears throat> How Hitler, son, saved Christ Mass. Christ Mass. <laughs> are we, are, do we, is this, this year of White Elephant just like everyone committing blasphemy? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was the theme, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Commit blasphemy, because I mean, between me and Matt, I think we committed enough blasphemy to include Kai into it as well. Uh, what yeah, do you mean by blasphemy? What do, what, do, what do you mean by this? Like, like biblical blasphemy, like uh -oh. re like religious uh -oh. blasphemy. Uh -oh. oh yeah. To blaspheme is to like go against the word of. <clears throat> Morty, as it was written. Morty. the word of God as it's written. Yeah, it's definitely. Like, for example, movie. saying that Jesus didn't turn water into wine and turned water into mango Pepsi. For example. <laughs> or writing, uh, drawing yes. a crucifixion on a coffee cup. Yeah. Oh my god, that's this, a good point. Drawing crucifixion a, yeah. on a coffee detail. on a coffee cup is probably blasphemy. I, I feel Star bad Fox now. I didn't I didn't include Jesus in this at all. I feel bad now. <gasps> Sorry, Matt. Terrible. Alright. Okay. Alright, it's I'm beginning. All was cold and merry in Hitburg, a quaint little town in Deutschland. A young boy sat sat watching an old television screen, enraptured by the goings on within his quaint and rustic home. It was a disastrous train wreck he was watching. Santa Claus had gotten in a horrible accident. The news people said a lot of things he didn't care about. Only vague, vaguely picking things up, like bad investment, and Jimmy Carter cannibalized in... Oh my god, Jimmy Carter <laughs> killed himself? 
<laughs> Did you hear about this? <laughs> Did you hear that Jimmy Carter killed what, himself, guys? What 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 happened, Jacob? Why did he kill himself? Oh my himself? god, Jimmy Carter! His I just peanuts went sour. Part of the story. I'm not oh lie. no, guys! Oh, his, no, no, his, his peanuts. peanuts went sour. His peanuts. <laughs> That's horrible. In relation to something with funds for Santa sleigh having gone awry. The result was 300 dead orphans, 15 small businesses in shambles, 18 naked cowboys, and (laughs) one pope missing. Why do you put so many things in in parentheses in this story? This is new. This is this is Is a new mat. This is a new mat. Causing psychic damage. The young boy was the son of Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler's son Hitler, and he grew concerned for the state of Christmas. He had been oh so excited for it. Alas, the way the interview was going, it seemed Santa had already begun to drown his sorrows in the finest of Christmas spirits and was becoming quite flamboyant on screen. I, I don't get me started on NFTs or that fat ass vampire. That fucking old guy with the lightning. The fat old man grumbled. His normally Christmas cheer that filled his voice crumbled and decayed like a soggy biscuit. Oh my fucking god. The reporter, Chet you betcha, casually replied with This is Sean. Chet. <clears throat> uh <clears throat> Well, that cert- that certainly sounds like a difficult situation there, Mr. Claus. Do you anticipate we will still have Christmas? Santa Claus proceeded to grab the mic and <laughs> ripped hot ass over it like coals to a slave child's feet. <laughs> Chet pulled out another mic. Well, that certainly sounds like Christmas is canceled this year. Is there anything we can bring to you to help you get back on your feet, Mr. Claus? Is there any way we can yet save Christmas? Santa scratches ass cheek. Yeah. I don't need more booze. I need I mean reindeer and fucking dull fitler and whatever saving Christmas. Hungy. Hungy. <laughs> the fat red jolly man mumbled <laughs> off as he stumbled away, the paparazzi per- pursuing him. Hitlerson parks his ears at that. Santa Claus had just said he needed Adolf Hitler. Adventurous boy one. Oh, that's me. Okay. Oh my gosh, sucking Buckwister. He's asked for me by name. I've got to get to the North Pole and save Christmas. <laughs> he ran to his father, Adolf Lowercase Hitler, who was on his knees in the kitchen with cleaning supplies. Father. The boy merrily shouted, making his father jump. I've got to get to the North Pole. You've got to take me there. Santa Claus said he needed Adolf Hitler and he could save Christmas. The boy's father shook his head morosely. I'm sorry, Adolf. I can't do that all right now. No, 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 Sergio, Sergio, Sergio. What? Yeah, you're rambunctious boy number two. I thought I was the villain. He's... He's the, the you are the villain. This is not the villain. How <laughs> dare you? Is that a pillar adventurous boy what? number two? No. What? This is this would still be Nick, I think, because Nick did a really funny accent. Oh fuck. <laughs> Nick, you get to be Hitler. Oh great. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I'm, I can lost the voice now. God, no, no, you, you no, just you try your it. best. I believe in you. I'm sorry, I can't do that right now. I mean, look at this mess. He said with his heavy German accent, pointing exasperatedly at the floor covered in fruity liquids. I got to get out of the jewels. I simply can't spend a moment to take you to the ball and take the Himmler Junior with you if you want, though. I'm sure he would have loved that in front of you. The boy exclaimed with joy at the mention of his lifelong and aptly named sidekick, <laughs> Himmler, an, erstwhile, an erstwhile neighbor boy whom Adolf Hitler and Hitler had grown up with, who had no re- relation to his father's friend, also named Hitler, Himmler. Hitlerson <laughs> wasted no time in sprinting out of the house, making sure to grab his signature cowboy hat, adventurous cape, which emblazoned upon it was the eastern symbol for divinity. I'm going to let here. everybody parse what that could possibly be at some uh, other point. I'm letting you know there's nothing offensive about it, and lost. when you realize what it is, you're going to want, want to shoot it's me. Lost. It's, it's lost. lost. It's lost. It's <laughs> lost. Thank you. I'm going to get a tattoo of that, Matt. I've been saying for a while, I want to get lost. No! No, we're no. already gonna get accused of so much neo-Nazi shit for this. I've been, <laughs> I've, I've been getting lost on my arm. No, I've been <laughs> saying like for a while. I have no affiliation with this, so you think you can fan a podcast? You don't know the loss. So you think you can fan a podcast? I'm just a guy they have on here. I also have no affiliation. I've been saying for a while I want to get that that design that design of Lost tattooed on my ass. I think that would be so fun. Just another episode. Look up Lost Miscarriage, viewer. You won't be disappointed. Okay. Okay. I want to get that design of Lost tattooed on my ass. I'm sorry that you jumped the gun there. Go ahead, Jacob. What I was trying to say is I've been saying for a while I want to get that specific design of of Lost tattooed on my no, ass. I, I do not associate with the So You Think of a Phantom podcast. I am it's only brought on here to do It's Lost. It's Lost. It's just Lost. It's, lost. it's, you know, it's just lost. a miscarriage. Wouldn't it be so funny if, if, if like you took a guy to bed and he took his pants off and the Lost was on his ass? <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> just tattooed there. Jacob, Jacob, get lost on your ass in the like front towards enemy on your crotch. Okay, the front towards end of on my crotch. That's not my ass, you fucking idiot. That's my no, crotch. On your, yeah, on your crotch, you dumbass. I said my ass. Yeah, I said Nick your crotch. Wants, Nick wants Jacob to get a lost tramp stamp. Nick just wants hey, to see that. my balls. I already seen them once. They're not impressive. <laughs> Okay, well, that's not what you said Let's keep it moving. That's not what you said when you saw them. Are we a ball off? Hold on. My balls are the biggest. Okay, moving on. Guys, please. On his journey out, all was not well in the little land of Hitburg. Across the river, a scowling, bedazzling young boy wearing at least 32 different silken, diamond encrusted spaghetti like strings from his neck watched through a telescope. This was Mussolini, son of Mussolini, not retired from being Mussolini, choosing instead to live honestly as a gay man in with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, good, good. Please okay, keep going. Great, yeah. The telescope retracted into a single strain of noodles that he stuffed into the front of his pants, having to shove his Mussolini designer apron out of the way in the process. Here you go, Serge. Ha. Huh. A bogus. 
that stupid fucking G mod sound. <laughs> Hitler's kid. He thinks that he can save Christmas. I'll ruin Christmas for him and all the children of the world. Spaga. <laughs> I'm assuming like, some of the things that just come out of Serbia's mouth are what he's going to replace the sounds with. I would assume yeah. so. Yes. But if not, that's also funny. <laughs> the boy guffawed as he penguin waddled over to his Gudari sports car made with cheddar. Oh my. Is that God. how you spell Gouda? Yeah. Yeah. The goo dog. No, it's not. Like, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. is it supposed it, to be the cheese? G O U D A. Yeah, gout. It's G O U D A, like gout. Yeah. Gouda. <laughs> no, that's a for effort. Gouda cheese? Like, that's what you mean? No, it's just G U D H A. No. No, Gouda is a place no. in India. It's this. No, it's the cheese. G O U D A. Gouda is a place in India. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> of energetic youth pounced, pounded against the front door of Himmler's hectic home. Uh, female, female anecdotal voice. Was that me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Himmler! The mother shouted from the husband beating chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, it's 4 p.m. That means you have to get the door for mommy. Himmler, the boy, not the historical figure, looked up in glee. It was probably his friend Hitler at the door. He sprinted to his front door and ripped it open to reveal the adventurously clad boy standing there. Himmler, something terrible has happened and I desperately need you help. Need you help, actually. <laughs> need you hepatitis. This is me? <laughs> yes. Oh yes. no, have you gotten the gay balls again? No. <laughs> have you contracted the prolapses? Hold on. <laughs> Prolapsis <laughs> into Sussanasia? Prolapsis yeah. into Sussanasia again? No. <laughs> Did Buddha Hoopa come back? Buddha Hoopa. Buddha Hoopa. Dyslexia moment. Buddha Dyslexia moment. Dyslexia moment. I think Buddha Hoopa is better. Buddha Hoopa. <laughs> I'm not correcting no. myself. <laughs> no, at least I don't think Buddha Hoobas come back. Christmas might be canceled. Humvee audibly gasped. <laughs> it's up to me and you, Pipe, and by proxy, you and me to save Christmas. I heard Santa Claus in the thingy. He called for Adolf Hitler by name. Himmler nodded and understood the grave nature of the situation. They had to hurry to the North Pole straight away, and they didn't dilly-dally in grabbing their bikes. They stopped abruptly at a massive tree trunk-sized spaghetti-impaled juicy smollett right in front of them. No relation to the famous French actor. And where do you take you to, Amogus? The Gettys are going. Ha! 
A fat boy piloting a Gorgon Zopter armed with cum leaking rigatoni hellfire <laughs> missiles from the seeking. <laughs> Come seeking him, my man. Dyslexia moment. Oh, dyslexia moment. Oh, I read, read cum. No, re no, it wasn't dyslexia. My, my brain read cum and just Freudian the slip. Freudian slip. <laughs> Freudian slip moment. <laughs> Dumbass moment. <laughs> oh. the, the top of his decay, decayed cheese encrusted lungs. Himmler, who the fuck is? I have no idea, Hitler. This is. My name is Mussolini, son of Mussolini, and I'm here to stop you from saving Christmas because I am a. Mussolini's body is labored in in t cockpit. His tubby frame spilling around the too tight Mussolini designer brained apron. No period. Would Space. you know how to write? End Me? paragraph. Yeah. Next paragraph. <laughs> Not knowing who this was and being goddamn horrified, they had learned stranger Boeing. danger. Oh, Boeing. Yeah, Boeing. <laughs> Like Mr. Hands from the Enum Claw horse sex scandal. Oh my god, talking about horse sex! Is it problem with an A or, an, or a U, Nick, the Pokemon? What? Beldum, the Pokemon? Is it with Bel a. Is a it U. with a U? What would I do about Beldum, you dumbass? Uh, you like uh, Metagross? I don't know. Well, what? I, like I don't know. <laughs> Not, Why are we talking uh, about it's a U. It's got a U. Un yeah, it's unrelated. A U. Hitler and Himmler made for the ocean on their bikes to escape for, to the North Pole with haste. Along the way, Musa Mini fired all of his cum fire rigatonis, missing the boys entirely as youth cannot be sexualized, even in a work of fiction tastefully. The missiles did hit in this exact order. Karl Marx, Chuck Norris, Danny Phantom. Adult. Buzz like isn't there an adult Danny Phantom in the show that's yes. like the evil yes. one? Why did yes. you just yeah. put him? Because that's how I would write it. Danny Phantom adult. But okay, Buzz Lightyear, Hugh Neutron, Sean Sexism, every single Power Ranger. <laughs> adult. Abraham Lincoln and Monk They D liberal. <laughs> He's gaining on us, Hitler, and there's so many pedestrians. What do we do? <laughs> Should we take a shortcut through the orchids? Orchids? Or perhaps go all gangsta on the rooftops and be cool about it? Hitler's in grimmest. Run over there, Himmler. We've got to save Christmas. That's not what it says. <laughs> it says Dyslexia run, moment. Dyslexia <laughs> <laughs> moment. Any of us read? It's a reading podcast? Oh my god. We've got no, to save Christmas. No, this is Christmas. an entertainment podcast. Oh. We're not we're, a reading podcast. We are reading about Hitler saving Christmas. I don't Hitler think and Hitler then proceeded to kill every single pedophile in Hollywood on the streets of Hitburg. Mm, Two Italian based. mobsters, 594 mangy raccoons. Based. One of them being albino, I presume, Matt. 47 drug dealing toddlers yeah. and Freddy Fazbear. No, can I be can him. I be Freddy Fazbear, Matt? Oh, I was anticipating this being an ancillary voice, but if you really, really want to. Why, Gregory? <gasps> Why? The disembodied head impaled into Hitler's bicycle spokes muttered before robotically droning in a power-down sequence. After the onslaught of death, Hitler and Himmler arrived at the ocean, where they realized a critical issue they had in being two young boys e having reached the North Pole from Germany's coast in order to save Christmas. Uh, Morty, Christmas. 
Himmler, we can't make the trip. What? We can't give up now? No, that's not it. It's not legal to drive a boat for children. Gosh, I guess you're right, Hitler. The two awkwardly stared, Musa Mini's Gorgon Zopter hovering menacingly as the tubby tantrum-throwing testicularly torsion toddler turned around and around faster than an electric motor. <laughs> All right, ancillary, ancillary male voice, go. <laughs> A fat red crab chuckled heartily. Hitler, me boy, is that you? The crab said. <laughs> Mr. Krabs. Hitler exclaimed, jumping from his bike with Hitler towards the greedy crack. <laughs> what are you doing here? Why, I've been hauled my ketamine to the North Pole. Would you like to come along? Hitler and Himmler grinned at each other and shouted simultaneously. Boy, would we. Excellent. Now just. That was so not simultaneous. <laughs> I was very focused on being Mr. Krabs. That's fair. That's understandable. You're still grounded, though. It's okay. We all can't read. Okay. A, f- a, f- a flaming spear ball of meat slammed into Mr. Krabs' crotch. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Look at his waveforms. They're a fucking Archie bar. <laughs> That's wonderful. Nice. We gotta clip that. I have no idea what it I sounded want, like. I, I, Already I, done. That sounded beautiful. Good. <laughs> I kind of right, my mic Musa a little Mini. bit. Musa Mini. That'll get you tasty crab meat thing. Musa Mini shouted from the cuisine-powered war machine. Now I'll just... Oh, wait, oh no. Musso Mini groaned horribly, feeling a terrible tummy ache come on. Hitler and Hitler watched in horror at what had transpired, <laughs> thinking rapidly. Swiftly, they shoved Mr. Krabs' crisping corpse into the water, where he swiftly recovered as he watched the boys drive off with his boat. <laughs> you little rapscallions! That's my... Huh? Pearl? Mr. Krabs' daughter Pearl, the whale, came up to the water's surface. Daddy, your pacemaker pager on me went off like the SWAT unit tased you again. It's time for the pill. I hate you. I hate you. Matt, do you have Mr. Krabs choking on the apple? I don't know. In the story? Damn it. No, I don't. Oh, dude, I'm gonna throw up. Oh my god. Hold on, I gotta get the. I you guys need a minute? Jesus. I oh. need a lifetime. Oh, <laughs> Hold on. No, Bugsy, no! Bugsy's about to eat the pill. I love Pugsy. Um, please look in. Please look in sexism. Authors anomalous. Um, for uh, for an ancillary Mr. Krabs noise that the audience doesn't get to hear unless Matt downloads it right now and puts it on the soundboard and plays it. <laughs> Please don't. I don't have that power. Please I'm not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> My job here is to kill Kai. My job here is to kill Kai. 
Please welcome Mr. Crab suffocates himself with interpretive dance quarterlies. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com slash watch question mark V equals 8JOAHY3C9SE. Thank you. Thank you. Hitler and Himmler raised to the North Pole as fast as they could. They needed to get Hitler there within the hour or Christmas would be ruined because Santa Claus runs on cuck time and he will not run Christmas if he is even one (laughs) second late. Using the powers of not having enough time in this author's life to uh, write an entire trans-Arctic circle blistering uh, adventure, (laughs) Hitler and Himmler sporadically serviced at the North Pole in their uncle's Uncle Joe Bama's submarine after countless well-written adventures and tribulations good job boys i hope you have a good time saving christmas joe bama said holding his twonk bisexual icon (laughs) housemate former slash future u.s president jimmy carter who had faked (gasps) faked his death in a popular fake story his peanuts weren't sour that's that's amazing his peanuts were actually were actually perfectly ripe. Obama went off, diving back into the ocean, where Hugh has never seen again. Hugh as never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, Hitler. We made it before Mussolini is here, and he's pulling down Santa's pants. <laughs> what? In, and indeed. Himmler's statement was true. Mussolini was, in fact, pulling down Santa Claus's pants from a clothesline and began to put them on. He was going to impersonate Santa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. <laughs> You're too late, you cucks. I managed to all of Santa Claus while he enjoys special times with Mrs. Claus all night. That means I, Musomini, am more capable of stealing Christmas and delivering nothing but hardened cheese and spaghetti to everyone in the world. <laughs> he's, a, he's a monster. Musomini's Musa bo- body shook and quaked as he laughed. The Mussolini apron abundantly coated with snow and a red pasta <laughs> that he boy had scarfed on the way up to the Arctic Circle. No, we're too late. While he's wearing Santa's clothes, he's totally invulnerable. The only one who can save us is... Before he could do... Before anyone could do anything, Santa beat Musomini over the head with a box of bear bottles. <laughs> bottles made from bear bears. Bottles. <laughs> the earth shook with the force of Musomini's body hitting the ground, and a giant red felt hand reached out from a crack in the abyss. And just like that, Condemn Me Elmo had the boy. <laughs> Fucking loud. I'm gonna get wide eyes. Santa Claus. But how? I thought you'd be enjoying a wholesome family friendly evening with your lovely wife. A tall white haired <laughs> woman leaned over the door with a dour look on her face from Santa's home. Let's just say that no matter how much you try to hold him up, Santa always comes early in this household. Dying, she walked outside to bake some cookies. (laughs) Hitler and Himmler implored Santa to get going for Christmas. Santa, Santa, you you must must get get going. going. It's It's almost time time for for Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) Perfect unison. (laughs) (laughs) Can't go. There's a problem. The two boys listen in dismay. Himmler chiming in with a panicked, What can we do? What's wrong, Santa? 
Santa looked over, his face grim and serious for the first time since the accident. I have a crippling alcohol addiction and invested my entire retirement fund into the American stock market and pulled it out at inopportune times. And now there's my brown stained pants working pants. Santa yelled out in anguish, drunkenly oblivious to the Italian's fate. Why are you two even fucking here? Hitlerson piped up. Why, you asked for me by name, sir. You said you needed Adolf Hitlerson, and then whatever, and I think a few other names. Oh, whatever. I'm a crippling alcoholic. I could ask for Henry Fonda for all I know. Listen, I had to sell all the reindeer to a glue factory. Poor things are stuck in indentured servitude for 20 years. But there's no freaking way to run the sleigh as it is. I'm sorry, boys. You're out of luck. Oh, my God. That's what you think, Santa. Came a voice rougher than the rest of them. From the wintry surroundings, Santa and the boys turned to and to look to see a strange collection of gathered individuals. Knuckles, the echidna, all of the other reindeer, and shoot sh- sh- <laughs> Negerhoth, the eldritch horror. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? <laughs> I was looking at my phone and I hear that? Like, I don't know Nigerhoff. these people. I'm not Sean Saxon. It's not me. actually Equinox Doodles from twitter.com slash Equinox Doodles. Um, are, are you no, familiar with the Lovecraft character? Okay, I put that oh, awesome. You have footnotes. <laughs> once on again, once again, people not knowing Lovecraft characters uh, comes in clutch. Oh my god. Um. Uh, however, Matt, you did do something wrong. You need... You need um, hmm? Shubnigaraf has a hyphen. Yes. Ah, yes, the hyphen. We both missed hyphens. You, you evil, evil man. You evil, evil, evil villain. I hope that your. There's no way to pronounce that. There's no way to pronounce that without sounding like an asshole. That's a, that's a space and not a hyphen. You need hyphen. <coughs> that's what it corrects to. That's what you it need a hyphen. I don't care. Hyphenate, All right. bitch. All right. Or I'll hyphenate All your right. fucking kneecaps with a baseball bat. <sighs> I heard what you said, Santa. Knuckles shouted. You said, if only I had Knuckles, you can know. I came to save Christmas. Cheers resounded from the boys and the new the newcomer. And just like that, everyone understood <laughs> how this could end. Everyone except Santa. What the fuck? With the characters gathered up and riding Shubnigarath, they flew off into the night with presents in tow. Knuckles and Olive pulled the sleigh, and Hitler and Himmler guided them. The wintry storm kicked up into their faces, the Arctic wings almost driving them back down by itself. Hail Hitler! I'm sorry, Sean. Oh no! Oh Oh, my god! (laughs) Screw you! Flip it! Uh Flip it! No! Hail Hitler! Oh no! There's hail Hitler! What do we do? I despise you! I hate you so much! I forgot that one. So let's, let's, just to be clear, in the last two recordings, we got we got Sean, Sean Saxon, famous SCP podcaster and writer, to say not only hail Hitler, but also a cow. Oh. 
I clip feel it. like one clip of them is significantly worse than the other. <laughs> Gotta clip yeah, but, them all. Yeah, but I do not was... agree with the views of the Soviet <laughs> Fanon podcast. Posting those, posting those both out of context would make it really hard for people to figure out which side of the spectrum you're on. He's on both. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine he he's on both sides and I can only lose. Hitlerson looked on bravely as they powered through it. We'll struggle through it, Himmler, just like my dad did. <laughs> <laughs> Himmler famously was at handling winter assaults. And that was how Hitler's son <laughs> saved Christmas. Finn. In the end, Stubnigrad went home and made peace with his family for the first time in 47 years. Himmler went home and had a nice family get-together for Christmas. Hitler's son went home and helped his father deal with the rest of the juice. They were very thirsty. Knuckles went home and eventually succumbed to HIV in 1987. Damn. Thank you for reading, Hair Reader. Now find the audiobook version narrated by Pablo Schreiber on Gutentag.com. <laughs> Do you know who Pablo Schreiber is, Sean? No. Have you seen Halo, the television show? No. Good. So Master Chief. So he plays Master Chief in the Halo yeah. TV Chief. show. And as I discovered early in the summer, <clears throat> while listening to the American Psycho audiobook, he also is the narrator of the American Psycho audiobook. Wow. wow. That's funny. Which I think is really funny because he says the most horrible, racist, homophobic, terrible things in that book. And Worse so than I this just, podcast. I'm, a, I'm imagining Master Chief saying it and laughing. Don't associate Master Cheeks with Master Chief, all right? Master Cheeks, my bad. There you go. That dude has some cake on him, though. Holy damn. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right. Now, as the author of this, I, I'm going to say... If I don't get voted worst fanfic of this year, I'm rioting. Yeah, no, that was really bad. Yeah, no, you funny. got that point, man. That was really bad. That was, that was so really bad. bad. <laughs> yeah, you made me play Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> the whole, hey, the whole joke bad. was to make the worst thing I could. On my And I did it. <laughs> man, I, I'm going to have to, like, make an apology video about this one day. Someday people are going to find this and they're going to be like, oh, oh my God, Sean Saxon said something racist a long time ago. I'm going to have to make an explanation video. We're all going to have to make an exclamation video, explanation video on this. Mine's going to be an explanation. Yours is going to be an apology. Okay. <laughs> uh, yours, is, yours is a 37 second video that says blame those fuckers. <laughs> or the perpetrator. Ours is going to be a two and a half hour video where we're on Logan Paul's podcast talking about it. Oh my God. It. <laughs> what are we oh having paid on? <clears throat> Ours will be a two and a half minute video saying, yeah, we are those motherfuckers. That's it. That's all we say. For two minutes? I feel like that would make you seem two very minutes. racist. I'm not, I'm not okay. agreeing with this. I don't agree with this whatsoever. I don't agree with any of this. I'm not for part the of record, this podcast. I just I'm not say, part of this podcast. For the record, I just want to say, I know I sound like Sean Saxon, but I'm not. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> yeah, Sean. I, he has no affiliation with this podcast. He's, he's never been here. He doesn't know any of these people. It's this you're, is Sean Sexism. Who are you talking you're, about? Yeah, you're not Sean. Exactly. You're. you're, okay, you're look, this guy. I may be you're sexist, but I'm not racist. You're this guy. <laughs> so Michael is up next. They put yeah, a word in front is. of the screen, and I read it. People, that's all I do. So, so I have a few roles. I have a few roles I want to divvy out for mine. 
Um, so <clears throat> Nick, oh, uh, so this is a regular show Christmas special. Reason for the season edition. Oh no, bro! <laughs> Great, oh, you're already no, in your role, Nick. <laughs> you're gonna be Muscle Man. <laughs> Oh, no. Be, um, that's a type casting. Yeah, casting if yeah. I've ever seen one. Yeah, sure. Uh, Sean, I want you to be Rigby. Okay, I have uh, watched regular <laughs> show like one time. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Matt, you'll know when you come in. Four. Oh, I'll know when I come in. You'll know okay. when you come in. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, Kai, Sergio, which one of you wants to be Mordecai's girlfriend? Sergio. Sergio. Okay, Sergio's Sergio. girlfriend. All right, Kai, you just get to sit out and enjoy the, the hilarity. Sweet. Yeah, you don't My have to do favorite. anything. All right, allow me to start us off then. An Irregular Christmas, written by MX Doodles. It was a beautiful winter night in the park in the United States of America, North America, Earth, Milky Way, the known universe, as flakes of snow floated gracefully in the air and down to the ground. Much like every year, the employees of the park were celebrating the holidays with friends and family with cars lining the gravel paths to lead to the turquoise home. It was going to be one busy night. Laughter was shared within the living room as Muscle Man and High Five Ghost regaled the small crowd with their stories. Skips was filling up a plate with food to enjoy alone. Benson was just praying for everything to go smoothly, and the dynamic duo was pulled away from the party to discuss something rather important. The canonically tallest member of the park, despite the animation saying otherwise, was moving his blue feathered arms around frantically. He was trying to convey the gravity of the situation to the smaller trash man. This is Rigby. We'll... Oh, Stop. I'm sorry. Oh, God. What does that mean? One more time, because I'm really not getting the gravity of the situation that was previously established by the paragraph. I just don't want you to fuck this up for me. Mordecai shouted, placing his hands on his hips while looking down at Rigby. Psh, please, you don't have to worry about me, Mordecai. When was the last time I've ever screwed things up for you? Do you remember the time you asked me to do you a solid and shat on the floor in front of everyone? <laughs> or the time you burnt the hot dogs? <laughs> or what about... Point taken. <laughs> Look, dude, this is the first time I'm introducing everyone to her, and I don't want everyone to think that I'm some chud. Oh Mordecai screamed in a hushed tone, worried that his friends would make him into some neck-bearded incel you'd commonly see at anime conventions, trying to hook up with people far out of their league. Dude, chill out. I'm sure it'll be fine. Besides, I've met CJ before. We'll be good. Rigby replied, trying to reassure his stoner friend. It's not CJ, dude. It's not? Did you finally tie the knot with Margaret? I thought you two would stop seeing each other. No, dude. It's a completely new girl you never met before. Oh, nice man. Going to sh assume she's a nine since your two other girls were kind of... Rigby paused, biting his lip and raising his eyebrows as the two mutually accepted that Mordecai had pulled some bad bitches. I mean, yeah. I want to bring her here since we're all we're all we'll all be having a good time and relaxing. Also, nothing better than hanging out under the mistletoe with your lady. Mordecai replied, shooting Rigby some finger guns despite the sheer panic he was still going through, like a college kid looking at the stacking debt they're gaining, despite, well, because, you know, America sadly be like that. You'll be fine, Mordecai. You got a dope Christmas sweater on, you smell good for once, and I'll be busy hanging out with Eileen. Mordecai stared at Rigby in silence. The growing aura of intimidation was palpable, and Rigby knew what was coming. If by hanging out, you mean getting busy, then don't do that in our bedroom. I don't need her hearing that shit. Don't forget to, Jesus is watching. 
Relax. <laughs> if he wants to watch us fuck in the snow, he's welcome. Fuck. If he wants to watch us fuck in the snow, he's welcome to do so. That mole pussy goes crazy. I didn't need oh. to hear that. Hey, I at least got the balls to say that. Whatever, dude. Oh my god, Just you can. Then. You can enemy saying hell Hitler, and then I got at least I got the balls to say that. <laughs> Good idea. That's what Sachs' whole career. Oh my god! Just then, there was a soft knock at the door. Mordecai jumped at it. The sound of wood against what could probably be a coconut startling him. It was her. I'll get it. Mordecai called, frantically running over to the do- door, where he opened it up to see her. Her beautiful red-violet eyes, those purple locks of hair that laid straight and flat, the cozy sweater she wore, and that lavender coat. <gasps> and by coat, I mean a fur coat. Not like the type you wear. I mean like the one an animal has. She really was everything a blue jay could hope for in a woman. This is Sergio. Hey, Mordecai. Happy hearts warming. Twilight Sparkle chirps. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? No. <laughs> I fell in water because of you. <laughs> Did right, you good. spit water on Pugsley? No, he's looking That's a better reaction than I got for my last one. Mm. Mordecai laughed nervously. He had forgotten <laughs> that, her, that her whole culture was different from his and our own. As he shifted aside to allow the equine into the home. Oh my f- Yeah, Merry Christmas, Twy. I see you visited the spa. You look great. Mordecai commented, closing the door behind her. Oh yeah, I'm glad you noticed. Wanted to make sure you sure I looked good for my boo. Why don't we get some food and catch up a bit? The trip really took a lot out of me. Oh, sure thing. But first, I want to introduce you to my best friend. The princess of friendship's ears perked up a bit. Ever since the two had been going out, the blue jay had been quiet about their private life. He had always said it was so they could figure each other out. But now, maybe it was because he wanted to have her meet them face to face. <clears throat> oh, I would love to. Hey, uh, say, you ever feel like a plot device in someone else's fiction? Uh, no. Can't say that I have before. Come on, I've known this dude for years. The two quietly walked into the room where the two friends had been frantically discussing what to do before. Rigby was still in the room, waiting for Mordecai to get back, and was incredibly shocked to see what came in with the bird. Twilight, this is Rigby. Rigby, this is my girlfriend, Princess Twilight Sparkle. Mordecai smiled, gesturing between the two. It's nice to meet you. I know the hoof is a little awkward to shake. Twilight began, extending her hoof out to Rigby, much like a human would for an awkward handshake. Rigby wasn't one to be a dick to Mordecai's partner, especially when he was trying to be his wingman for years, but Twilight was different. Please, no big deal. Not like Jesus is gonna stop this. Twilight asked in spattered confusion. It's a long story and tried to shorten it wouldn't convey the gravity of the situation we're in right now. Go get some grub and I'll tell you in a bit. Rigby smirked, turning to Mordecai. Ignore him. Food should be in the kitchen towards the left. Plenty of salad for you to enjoy. Don't touch the right side. After Mordecai helped her navigate to the kitchen, Rigby pulled him back for a brief second. Yo, Mordecai, real happy for you and everything, but a unicorn with wings? Rigby hissed quietly. I knew this would happen, dude, but... Do you remember the last few times we interacted with unicorns? Now you're dating one? Whoa, dude, chill your tits. She's actually really nice, and I've met her friends. They're nothing like the ones we ran into months ago. 
Oh, so you're saying she's one of the good ones. Rigby, you're starting to sound racist as fuck, and I don't appreciate that. She's my girlfriend, and you need to fix yourself before I slap your sexy ass cheeks back to your parents. No homo, by the way, Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. Look, man, I'll give her a shot, but Benson isn't going to be too happy about it. Mordecai groaned in annoyance. He completely forgot about his boss, Benson, and the rule against <laughs> unicorns. But Twilight was an alicorn. She had wings and a, hoof and a horn, and was royalty. The princess of friendship shouldn't have an issue befriending their irritable boss right i know i'll just keep her away from him for now just go fuck your girl in the snow but i have to figure out if she's got a game or something i don't think she's a game dude i think she just wants to have a good time and meet the family so chill your fucking cock out all right mordecai hissed as rigby crossed his arms and groaned before following mordecai into the kitchen so princess sparkles rigby began only for twilight to raise a hoof you can just call me Twilight. She corrected, causing the raccoon to pause and rethink his wording. Okay, well, Twilight, what sort of holiday do you celebrate around this time? Rigby asked slyly, drawing a confused look from Mordecai. <laughs> oh, I celebrate hearts warming. It's pretty similar to the holiday you all celebrate here. Festive trees, presents, being around friends and families. What about a Jesus? Rigby bluntly asked, <laughs> forcing Twilight to cock her head in confusion. <laughs> okay, who is this Jesus fellow? The princess asked, turning to Mordecai, who looked unsurprised by this revelation. Oh, Jesus Christ is the reason for our season! Can't have Christmas without Christ! <laughs> Rigby chuckled, drawing the ire of Mordecai, as it was growing obvious what Rigby was trying to do. Rigby, quit it! You know there's a reason we don't say that kind of shit! Mordecai snapped, hoping to stop the process before it was too late. What? I'm just trying to expose her to our culture! Besides, you and I both know that Jesus isn't real! <laughs> There was a loud crash in the backyard, one that rang similar to the to the, ato- the sound of the atomic bombs that devastated Japan in August of 1945, which killed an estimated oh, 129,000 to 226,000 people. The shockwaves rumbled within the home, causing the lights to flicker and for Pops to trip down the stairs. It started, Rigby was to blame once more. The Blue Jay turned and crossed his arms at Rigby. Look what you did! Now we're gonna be fucking killed! What, what did I do?! Rigby screamed frantically, waving his arms about as Twilight flew up to see out the back window. Clearly, you don't understand the gravity of our situation with that Jesus freak talk. Mordecai screamed. As her eyes narrowed and adjusted, she could see the snow around the impact slowly drift down and onto the ground. Standing within the crater was a tall, muscular figure who would tower over anyone with ease. The snow began to pick up, flying around this figure as it began to creep towards the home. Uh, I think someone's out there. Twilight mentioned, turning to the duo. The pair screamed in fear as Mordecai got on his knees and began to quietly pray. Uh! There was a gentle knock on the back door. Don't you open it, Twilight! Rigby shouted, running up to try and stop her, only for the door to get thrown off its hinges. Standing on the steps to the kitchen was an intimidating figure. They had long, dark hair with a faint curl in each lock, a crown of what could be seen as barbed wire wrapped around their head, and a robe tied around their waist. It was Jesus motherfucking Christ. Hello, my children. Jesus spoke, his voice being gentle and caring despite his menacing appearance. As he stepped in, he carefully picked up the door and locked it back into place, his attention eventually turning back to the three animals within the room, his eyes slowly following each one of them before landing on the princess. It is a pleasure to meet you, Princess Twilight Sparkle. I see that you found a way to bring happiness even to worlds outside of... Your own. I'm Jesus of Nazareth. 
He smiled warmly, like a mini sunshine blessed his face as he leaned down and gently shook Twilight's hoof. It's an honor to meet you. I've met my fair share of gods, but never one with our own holiday. Twilight replied enthusiastically. Oh, please. God is my father. I'm just his son. Now, allow me to take care of the sinners here. Jesus added, turning his attention to Mordecai and Rigby. Wait, sinners, but the blue jay is my boyfriend. Twilight stammered, doing her best to try and cover for the love of her life. I apologize, princess, but I was summoned here by a raging follower of mine. I cannot just let a sinner go without punishment for their crimes. I have died for their sins. With that, Jesus pushed Twilight Sparkle back into the kitchen, giving him time and room to deal with Mordecai and Rigby. Well, well, you, you know, maybe if you died for a sins, then one more could hurt, huh? Rigby laughed nervously, only to be met with disdain from the powerful being. Clearly you two don't understand the gravity of the situation you are in. Jesus answered. <laughs> what the hell is everyone referencing that line? Clearly whoever the hell is writing this shit wants it to be a joke and doesn't understand the rules of comedy. Rigby commented, only to slap himself because breaking the fourth wall in a comedic way has been beaten to death. Mordecai and Rigby, who also went by trash boat you both have committed sins of adultery and thus must be punished by these hands jesus began clenching his fist with a burst of broken air firing around his hand <laughs> wait this hasn't become so kind of a mistake we're not rigby stammered trying to cover up for himself and mordecai you two have had sexual intercourse while in a committed relationship, and despite what the book says, I think it's okay to be gay as you love in your own ways. But I'm afraid I cannot allow sinners like you to continue being the way you are. Christ stated, his voice beginning to echo throughout the halls as he began to harness his power. Wait, Mordecai, you cheated on me? Twilight asked, her heart broken by this turn of events. What? No! Rigby! Rigby turned to look at Mordecai and chuckled a bit. <laughs> well, we both drunk last night, so I don't know if something happened and you know how things get at night. Rigby, what the fuck? Mordecai <clears throat> screamed. Twilight let out a soft huff, tapping her hooves against the floor before looking away from her lover and creating a portal back home. It was nice being with you, Mordecai, but I think I need somebody who won't kiss their best friend. <laughs> It was a lot more than kissing. Rigby mumbled, scratching his chin. What about us? Isn't the princess of friendship supposed to be a friend and help somebody out? Mordecai pleaded, hoping for salvation and not from the afterlife. This is Twilight. Sorry, Mordecai, but I guess you just didn't understand the gravity of the situation. <laughs> With that, Twilight stepped through the portal as Jesus cracked his knuckles. It was going to be a long, pummeling, and painful night of Christmas, and all through the house. Not a soul tried to stop Jesus from wrecking those two aroused. The Son of God was making a tear, as Mordecai and Rigby hoped their lives would be spared. But then, Mordecai had an idea. The solution that would fix everything. He raised his hands into the air, palm against palm, and prepared for the most dangerous plea of his life. Jesus motherfucking Christ, wait! He screamed just in time as Jesus was about to hit them with the holy knuckle shit shuffle. <laughs> what is it now, my son? Jesus asked. 
Hold on. Take your time. Sorry, I'm <laughs> chewing. You would, bitch. You would chew. Yeah, I'm just gonna swallow. Also, I want to say that uh, Nick just... Nick sent me a photo of that that like water spit that he took and a middle finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too, and I responded with piss. <laughs> <laughs> there must be something we can do that doesn't end us with end with us dying. Jesus took a moment and pondered, now filled with a clear mind and a holy spirit. His eyes locked upon something, raising his eyebrows before nodding to Mordecai. Hmm. You may discuss this with your partner here. Jesus stated as Mordecai got up and dragged Rigby over into the dining room. What's your plan, man? I got huffed up on three doses of Viagra before this, and I'm hoping to get out of the snow before Eileen does. I don't want that mole cunny to be frozen solid. The only thing that's supposed to be frozen out there is my coxicle. <laughs> Mordecai put a finger to his mouth, leaning down on him before uttering such insane and honestly kind of cringe words. I know this may be taken as kind of incestuous because he calls us his sons or whatever, but I think he wants a bite of that cake. There's been zero sex thus far, and I know he's been abstaining for fucking years. Oh, no. Oh, god damn it. What cake? Rigby asked. You know what cake. We don't call you the one-cheek wonder for nothing. Mm-hmm. But why does it have to be me? The Viagra is going to kick in soon, and I don't want it to look too gay while Jesus motherfucking Christ is fucking my ass. You know how gay that would look? Me popping a boner so hard that I could cut diamond while the Xavier man is currently devouring my cake like Nagamo Avocado Mugbag videos. It would be terrible. <laughs> look, dude, this is all just for a stupid fucking ass podcast. It's not like it's going to be a big deal. The worst that happens is that the author has to apologize for not having finished a lean version. Just give the audience what they want. But why do I have to do it? We'll start with the obvious. You owe me. You're the one who summoned Jesus motherfucking Christ here. And you're going to be the one to give up your body for him. But you got the better body? Okay, first of all, look at me. There's the PNG of the, Thank uh... You. Can we... <laughs> the airplanes in the night sky. night sky are like shooting stars. Now we got Mordecai stated, gesturing to his, quote, friend. With a PNG of Rigby with a fat fucking ass. Wait, that's his ass? <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice he had an ass. I thought that was just a normal photo. Yeah. Be I thought so too, I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty well edited. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. It's not edited. Die. No. No. Not only do these podcast members have dyslexia, they also have cataracts in, <laughs> in every kind really of watch physical illness. No, the end of the story, I think I'm also going to have cancer. That's not an ass. That's a, that's a pair of testicles from his butt cheek. Isn't that just it what an like ass dick. is? No. He's a tanuki. He's a tanuki. It's a tuma. Balls. It's a tuma. He's a tanuki. They're massive balls. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's get this rolling so we can finish it out tonight. Okay, I see your point, but counter offer. Rigby paused as suddenly Jesus Rigby fucking Christ lifted him into the air. I'm tired of waiting. Jesus stated, tossing off his robes to reveal his massive cross. Wait, hold on. Wouldn't this be too shocking and honestly kind of insensuous like the previous paragraph stated? Rigby asked in fear. Fear not, Rigby. Oh. 
I fucked Hitler in Jesus X Hitler. Yikes. A romance by Anger Crass. You're good. Now then. Jesus smirked as he slowly bent the raccoon over and turned him into a human femboy so that it was morally correct. How did you hear us? I'm Jesus motherfucking Christ. (laughs) I'm always in your heart and you will know what you're doing. Now prepare that. The way that you said I'm Jesus motherfucking Christ reminded me of fucking Guru from Team Four Star. Jesus motherfucking Christ buried his spear of logeness into the femboy's bussy. Of course, a deep moan out of Rigby. Mordecai just sat and watched in the cuck chair. You know that chair that's in every hotel room that's conveniently facing the bed? Yeah, that. The holy nail being driven back and forth in Rigby's massive dumpy. All the while that Viagra-infused schlong waved back and forth. Wet slaps filled the room, the two of them going back and forth before Jesus pulled his head back. (laughs) You know how I can turn water into wine? He asked. Yeah? Rigby moaned, confused as to where this is going. Well, I'm about to turn you into pregnant. If I had a nickel for every time someone in this podcast wrote a, wrote a joke about Jesus turning water into wine in the last week, I would have two nickels. Which is weird, because it happened twice. <sighs> Rigby's moans only grew more confused. How could the Son of God say something so goddamn stupid? Wasn't he, like, super smart or whatever? Each thrust only forced more lustful moans out of the femboy, lost in thought over the holy mass that was held inside of him. Jesus motherfucking Christ! Rigby screamed, coming as Jesus hit his G-spot. With that, the sun climaxed into the of the femboy, dropping him onto the floor. Rigby's ass looks like a flat tire at this point, popped like a balloon, (laughs) (laughs) and overflowed with wine. He turned back into a raccoon, groaning in pain, as Rigby looked back up to Jesus Rigby fucking Christ. That was fun, my friend. Your sins have been forgiven. For now, I'm going to dial up Lucifer and see if he wants a piece of that cake, too. Goodbye, my friend. He closed his eyes and burst through the roof of the house. It wasn't too long before Muscle Man stepped into the room and looked about. You know who else got fucked by Jesus Christ? Lathan. Lathan. My Gotta have the build up for the joke. That was really good. That, that was, was good. That was funny. really, really good. I'm proud of you. I'm glad. I, hate this I, was really, so much. I was really worried about this one. I was yeah, like, well, I, I hope it got a reaction because the, the Olaf and his seven foot long dingle dong did not. We're never going to get Sean's sexism to come back onto this podcast. <laughs> no, he's contractually obligated to because of the SCP-7006. You're right. That's true. That's true. Well, I feel oh, that's you're right. True. I'm by the balls. I feel now bad. it's time for got to buy his holy balls. <sighs> All right. Oh, so, my God. Mateo. Let's finish Let's her up. Let's uh, You're going to narrate. Oh, now, sorry. I need a... I need an all-American girl. And then I need a... um. Um, a who's narrating? Matt is narrating, and I need an all-American okay. girl and a uh, 
little Japanese squirrely nerd girl. I can be oh, the all-American girl. Okay, I Jake, I want to get fucked by Jake. I want to get fucked by Jake. I want to get fucked by Jake. Okay, so, okay, so Michael, you will be Gondul, and Jake will be Brynhilda. That's the first okay. time I've heard that in years. So what I have really been listening to me, huh? What? What? Michael made. Michael said, "I want to be fucked by Jake," and I said, "I haven't heard that in years." And And then then I said, "You clearly haven't been listening to me." (laughs) Uh, What I have for you today is an adaptation of a Uh of a joke fan fiction from SCP seven thousand one hundred fourteen. This is Brynhilda and Gondul. Female on female, a risky rendezvous of under enemy fire, but the fire is not as hot as the one between us. That's such a Japanese-ass title. <laughs> <laughs> also, Sergio would write a fanfiction about his own creations. <laughs> True. Hey, I, I just said that the rules stated that you couldn't reuse material from yep. the last He's year. Not reusing. Sergio, famous also, creator of the Valorator. Footnotes and hyperlinks. Oh my god. Thank, good. thank you for the footnotes. Oh, good. Thank you for the footnotes. Is this gonna be published on the SCP wiki when we're done? No. <laughs> Why? I think no. it should be. I think it I think should it, be. They, I think it should they, be. They, 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 don't, they, they don't like smut being posted onto the site, so I'm not I'm not gonna do it. Not even, not, as a, oh, not even as a joke. Shit. Uh, not even a joke tale. No. Oh, I'll post it instead. Right now. Post it as a joke tale and then put the 18 plus warning on it. Everyone will they, clap. They literally have an SCP stick up your ass into the spoon. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure the spoon, spoon got deleted. deleted. No! <laughs> no, no, it's still up. It's got plus 34. Oh, it ain't God. going anywhere. Thank God. <laughs> See, this is why I like talking to Nick. Loud does equal funny. <laughs> Loud, Loud does equal funny. Honestly. All right. Matt, steal this guy's balls. Do I need a voice, anyone? Unit. <clears throat> what? Do I need a voice, anyone, Sergio? No. Just, uh, just. I think it's just two people. Yeah, just two Me people. and Jake. All right. <clears throat> Ball steal dancing. <laughs> if I'm not stiff by the end of this, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> Unit number S04 of the Sferomea, codenamed Gondul, stepped through the war-torn village, her naginata at the ready. Gondul was a member of the fearsome Valraven PMC, an anomalous mercenary group specializing in counterinsurgency, oppressing the poor and underprivileged, <laughs> and making certain members of the SCP community tear their hair out on a weekly basis. Footnote, the this is not a call-out out. post. People are allowed to have their own opinions, even if they are wrong. The powerful cyborg was decked out in an all-black bodysuit covering her adamantine chassis, her unit number emblazoned on one of her shoulder pauldrons. Oh, thank God! Oh, I could have never recognized her if you didn't do that, Sergio. Oh, thank God. Her face covered by a black helm in the shape of a raven's head with a long beak. The helmet's glowing red eyes gave the five-foot-three woman an intimidating look through the fog. She turned to a nearby hut and entered, seeing if there were any rebels or civilians inside or as Valraven would like to classify them, would-be rebels. However, there was nothing inside, its inhabitants already having fled. On her HUD, she detected that her squad leader, SO-1, codenamed Brynhilda, was approaching and turned to greet her as she entered the hut. 
Brynhilda had her raven helm slung under her arm, wearing similar armor to Gondul. Is this me, or is this... Is this, the, the, this, 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 is this is you, Jake. Gondolkin, status report. <laughs> Brynhilda said uncharacteristically, being a Nordic-themed mercenary, but because she was in a poorly written smutfic for a podcast art exchange, that was simply how she was going to speak for the I duration. I like the fourth wall breaks. Good theme. We've got going. It seems, it seems that we've always had a good theme. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All right, start All right, reading, babe. I butchered that. I'm that sorry. pretty good. Can you say that? Gondul's can you say that? Cheeks. Can you say that? In yes, sir. The, the sector is clear for the moment, ma'am. Gondul's <laughs> cheeks were turning red under her raven helm, her HUD letting her know that she was starting to overheat a little. Matt was totally prepared for you to not read that in English and then just continue. <laughs> Did you hear him? Sparse? I'm the guy. <laughs> yeah. That would I'm be funny if Michael just read all of his lines in Japanese, but I won't make I won't make him and I won't do that to the listeners. Even though it would be funny. Excellent. I did it for one bit. I believe we have the enemy on the run. Las Viboras will not elude us any further. Las Viboras is a South American splinter group of the Serpent's Hand. Um, I'm sorry, <clears> Matt. <throat> well, you, you forgot to say what that was. He, he did. No, um, no, he's supposed no, to start. No, he's supposed no. to say footnote and then oh, read it. Sorry. Okay. Gondul <laughs> replied with a nod. If that is the case, shall we move on then? Where are Sigrun and Hera? Is that Hera or is that Herja? Harry, I, I, I think I pronounce it Herja, but it's probably Herja. Pronounced- <laughs> <laughs> Bell Raven author, so you think you can fan and can't pronounce any Norse words? Uh, I think it would I be you being creator. I think, I think be, it's Harry. Yeah. Creator what, what of, is it? of the Val Harry, I would think. Harry-a? Look, I. Look, look, I just write it. I don't say it aloud, all right? James <laughs> make the, the, the Y noise, like Fjord. So I would assume it's Heria. It's Heria, yeah. Okay, sorry. They're up ahead scouting, but I wouldn't worry about them right now. I wanted to speak with you one-on-one. Brynhilda-sama, what for? <laughs> Have I done something wrong? You haven't done anything wrong, Gondolkun. Brunhilda approached Gondul, backing her up against the wall. Take off your helmet, Gondolkin. Gondul did as her commander asked, undoing the clasps and tossing the helmet down to the nearby bed. She blinked a few times and nearly got lost in Brunhilda's sea-blue eyes, and she did her best to control her beating heart. She knew her feelings could never be reciprocated, and at the moment, she might have been in danger. Why do I need to take my helmet off? Oh, he fit, he, he got it before I got the yell at him. What's going on? Scaring me. Gondol, I've been thinking a lot about what we found in the All Authors Archive of all the stories. Oh, go ahead. Anomalous fan fiction archive kept by SCP-7114. Of all those stories involving the two of us. I have to be as, as interruptive as possible with the footnotes, I think. Yes. Yeah. Gondol let out a nervous chuckle. Had Brunhilda found out that she'd been reading them? She thought she'd disabled the trackers in her net history. Yeah, that, 
that was a pretty crazy adventure, right? Uh, and those uh, salacious stories. Nordic pussy gives you wings. <laughs> Who comes up with that crap? Although, maybe it would. You know what they say, Gondolkin? There's always a bit of truth in fiction. Gondol's nervous laughing gently stopped. When you say a bit of truth, what do you mean? Like, the guy I play League of Legends with, Greg Chudley, actually works for the SCP Foundation? Brynhilda leaned and attempted to kiss Gondol, but she was quick to put her naginata between the two. Brynhilda-sama, what are you doing? Valor even would execute us if they found out. <laughs> we can't put each other above Odin's cause. Did you did you write this entire thing to have Greg Chudley canonically get cucked? <laughs> He's Sergio. not in a real... <coughs> Greg Chudley is mad. not in a committed relationship with anybody. He's in, he's getting mad. Author he's intent. He's getting mad. Author intent be damned. My boy can grill. <laughs> Fuck the code and Val Raven statu- statutes. It's a statutes. Statutes. What's the point of becoming a Valkyrie if we cannot ascend to Valhalla with the ones we love? Brynhilda's voice trembled with emotion. Hilda Sama. Oh, Gondolkin, your lips shine bright like adamantine under the light. She placed her fingers on Gondol's lips, who found herself unable to resist the temptation and stood frozen. Brynhilda, you're my commanding officer. This would be a war crime. <laughs> Gondol, despite her insatiable desire for her superior, was still clinging to her Valraven indoctrination, her mind coming up with as many excuses as it could to prevent from giving in. How many of those did we commit today alone? What's one more? We could die before we even make it to Ragnarok. Why not enjoy our time together? That was enough for Gondul. As she hopped in Brynhilda's arms, the pair locking lips with one another as Brynhild walked over them over to the bed and fell onto it. The weight of the two adamantine women shattered the bed frame and sent the mattress crashing to the ground, but they paid no heed. They hardly bothered. In their furious lip-locking, Gondul pulled away to say, Brynhilda-sama, I'm so sorry, but to tell the truth, I wrote some of those stories about us. I I even got something for a moment like this. Brunhilda, curious, cocked her head to the side. A special something. A certain augmentation, perhaps? I know your model didn't come with a reproductive unit, but I thought we'd make do. I know your model can't come. Come! (laughs) The female reproductive system was not implanted into the standard Valkyrie chassis to prevent them from fostering familial relationships or mothering children. However, thanks to certain augmentations and Valraven's capitalistic tendencies getting in the way of their so-called religious beliefs. I paid last month's wages and may I have had to assassinate a couple of Malaysian warlords, but you'll see what it was worth. You'll see that it was worth it. Gondol began to undo the straps securing her armor plates, letting them fall to the ground. 
And then she unzipped her combat zoot, revealing her sleek, her zoot, revealing her sleek navy blue chassis underneath. As the suit came off, there was more and more metal until. <gasps> Gondolkin, is that? Brynhilda's mouth dropped as Gondol's pelvis was revealed. Oh yes, baby! It's Val Raven Freya Model Vagina School Japanese Schoolgirl Edition trademark. With eight inches of depth, adjustable tightness, built-in squirt tanks, and a cock warmer if um you had one of those. I really expected it to be a giant food cock. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I was expecting. I Wait was a like, minute, what's I, that I see further down? Uh-oh. <laughs> Indeed, it was a Valwave and Freya model vagina, Japanese schoolgirl edition, just as tight as the real thing and blessed by Freya's own pussy juice for maximum fertility and pleasure. Well, let's just say that I also had a big surprise for you. Oh. Gondul could feel something poking oh, no. at her on her metal leg. And she looked down and investigated. She helped Brynhilda out of her armor. She pulled her combat suit over her legs. Something leaped out at her. Something made of malleable silicone and covered in a synth skin, pulsing, flexing with need for the tight synth flesh pussy of a Japanese cyborg woman that made the members of Site 78 tremble. Under said object were two rounded incubators filled with a viscous white fluid, the recipe for which was a Valraven trade secret. Copyright pending. Brynhilda-sama, you didn't, that's, that's... You bet your sweet bippy it's a Valraven Loki Futanari model synth cock size XL. XL indeed. Brynhilda's mighty Futanari cock and balls were the largest that seen even on the net. FPs dash zero zero alternate digital universe that acts as a three D representation oh, of all the world's data. What was that? You forgot a word. Footnote. Footnote. Oh, thank you. And on their women would get particularly inventive. Brynhilda's futa schlong measured in at a girthy five inches around. Oh my and god. Nine inches in length. Now, I'm gonna have to Ouch. do some math on that, but keep going. <laughs> Why did you get it so big? Dude, that's like a fucking like, Pringles can. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy isn't deep enough for a monster guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a monster guy. Keep going. Keep going. Only the best for my gondol coon. Why don't you give it a sucking baby? You, you know you want to. Okay, so just for reference, take the first two digits of your index finger, add in half of the third one, that's the diameter of this <laughs> cock. Ouch. Gondol did want to give it a suck, even if her little mouth wasn't capable of taking it all. She wrapped her metallic fingers around Brynhilda's. The heating pads lined through her hands began have, to heat up as... I have a complaint. Yeah. It's not meat. Synth meat. Don't worry about it. I like it's Sean. Swaggy. Sean, unmute your mic. No coming on the podcast. No coming on the podcast, buddy. <laughs> Stop, everybody. Hand check. Hand check. Hand check. Boys sleep with their hands over the covers. Yeah, Sean. 
Yes, yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. Oh, he's unmuted. <laughs> what? Like... what did I miss? Yeah, Sean. <laughs> I just step away for like it's five seconds. Um, <laughs> yeah, you to have your I told hands you to unmute because hands there's no coming on the podcast. What? Things are about to get sexual. <laughs> no jacket off, Sean. Sexual. Sexual. Fucking. No coming on the podcast. You missed I did not have my line. mic unmuted. Thank you very much. And I have multiple times already. You, Damn. You missed, you missed a that was just to love a dog in the room. Oh, what's, what kind of dog oh. do you have? I have two Yorkie Poos. Yorkie Poos? Yeah. Yeah, the Yorkie Poos. Oh, she wants so out cute. again. Joy. Oh my god, his dog kind of looks like my dog. I, I just had a thought. Oh, damn. You, you know in Battle for Bikini Bottom when you smack the, the, the dog robots what do and they go what flying and explode? What does this have to do with Fuda? What? It doesn't have anything to do with Fuda. But I was thinking, because you, you brought up Yorkie Poos, I think those dogs are tiny. Imagine if, if, if like in the Spongebob game, if you kicked a small dog and it smacked against the wall and exploded into fucking... It like, made it turn into a so are you telling me to imagine kicking my dog into a wall and it exploded? Can you post a picture of your dog? Yes, please post your dog. I'll, I'll post my see dogs. the dogs. Yeah, sure. Yes. I have to then we can continue because we are over an hour in our recording. You should just continue. Yes. I'll post them like while you're going. <clears throat> yes. um, the heating pads lined through her hands began to heat up so as not to induce shrinkage in Brunhilda's augmentation. Gondul lamented not having many head augmentations except for eyes as her regular human mouth and throat were barely able to handle shoving Brunhilda's cock <laughs> into her mouth. What she the definitely fuck wasn't winning am I hearing? Later. Yeah, what the That's hell? That's a vacuum here. Oh, Michael. You're hot, Yo, Michael. What's up? What is that yeah, noise? It's a what vacuum. Is Why is there a vacuum? Bruh. She's sucking the cock. He got me. He got me. Continue. Continue, Matt. She, she definitely wasn't winning Val Raven's throat goat of the year by any metric. Brynhilda, however, was amused by Gondul's struggle to guzzle her grizzly. She was glad the young Valkyrie wasn't toothy like Thor's mighty goats and instead was more like a Cock hungry ratatoster. Footnote. Footnote: Squirrel who runs up and down Yggdrasil to carry messages to the eagles. Oh my god, that's that's her that's cheeks. the squirrel from from the hit game God of War 2018 on the PlayStation 4 and PC. Yes. Yes. Gondol didn't even flinch as an artillery shell landed a quarter of a click. Still choking and gagging, saliva spilling from the side of her mouth as she tried desperately to throat her senpai. <laughs> Brynhilda was glad that they were all alone in this village because Gondol's noises would have certainly alerted the Viboras to their position. Although Brynhilda was pretty sure she could kill the rebels from her position on her knees. You can still fire your arm-mounted shuriken launchers while getting your meat stick gobbled like Thanksgiving turkey after Wait, all. Wait, I'm confused, Sergio. Brynhild is not on her knees. She's, well, I'm yeah. she's kneeling standing. on the bed. I assume she was okay. standing and Gondul was on her knees, sucking and sucking and fucking that. <laughs> All right. Don't worry about the logistic. <laughs> the rain of artillery fire only made Brynhild aware that she needed to come. 
before either of them were inexplicably killed by rebel fire. This foreplay had gone on for too long, and in Japan, four was an unlucky number, so the longer this Japanese girl globbed her glizzy, the unluckier they were about to be. So Brunhilda yelled, <laughs> Thank you for adding that line, Sergio. <laughs> Essence of ramming. <laughs> Grabbed Gondul head and roomed Putinari augmentation down her throat. Gondul's cybernetic eyes widened, not expecting Brunhilde to be so forward. <laughs> Gondul mumbled in a panic, throat stuffed like dumpling. She banged against Brunhilde's chassis to no avails. Brunhilde began to rut her throat to the best of her ability. The full force of Brunhilde's metal thigh slamming into Gondol's face nearly gave her concussion, a blur ramming back and forth into her precious face. Oh, Gondolkun, your throat is tighter than a Chinese finger trap. Brunhilde moaned as she dug out Gondol's throat like it was the back nine, and the circular <laughs> motions of her dick move made her perform the famous <gasps> Footnote, Sonic High School. <laughs> yeah, right, the Sonic High School Think. reference. So you know more context about Sonic High School now, Sean. Her cock is Thanks. like a defined win. Gondul thought. One last thrust sent Gondul flying back onto the bed. Brunhilda's godly gung near slipping past her lips and leaving her throat sore and stretched. <laughs> Gondul spat a gob of cum substitute, cumstitute, and looked at her crush with hazy eyes. Brynhilda-sama, that was amazing. What next? Gondolkun, are you a virgin? Brunhilda asked, deadly serious. Yes, I was a neat before Valraven. The only love I had was digital. Gondul lamented. I'm glad we decided to do this then. You can't two Valhalla without having fucked. <laughs> Brunhilda said, as every Valkyrie knew that sex was merely another form of combat. And if you were not prepared for passage to Valhalla, Freya would have ruined your holes with the strap of Sleipnir. It's true, trust me. I wasn't looking forward to the strap of Sleipnir, but again... Valraven's principles. Gondul found herself being flipped over, and Brynhilda's flesh cock smashing, smacking, bashing against her tiny metal ass. Uh oh. Fuck those principles. The fire our enemy doesn't burn as the fire of our enemy doesn't burn as hot as one but the one between us. Brunhilda said. The thing and her slidding cock into Gondol's schoolgirl bussy. Yeah! <laughs> Gondol cried out as Brunilda's strong all-American pecker stretched her made-in-China pussy. Though it really wasn't, it was just set on the box to its limits. Brunhilda-sama, faster. Brunhilda-sama pumped Gondol's Pussy as fast as she could. But Gondul had activated her gorilla grip of 87 mode, clamping her walls so tight that Brunhilda wouldn't last long. Combined with the built-in cock warmer, it felt like Gondul's ass pussy was the succulent pudding cup her augment desired. 
The two girls <laughs> held on to the triggers for the genitals, but their bodies were aging. Remembering what it was like to come. Brunhilda felt her balls clench, and Gondul felt her pussy quiver and grip, and then it happened. Gondolcoon, I can't take it anymore. I'm gonna do it, Brunhilda. Someone shoot off your mortar of love. Brunhilda unleashed her non-anomalous comments out of Gondul filling her up. Deep, 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 deep right up into her pussy ran sleeve. Gondul <laughs> <laughs> oh. squirted back big time, cleaning herself out as Brunhilda pulled out and fired a few hot ropes on the Gondul's back, marking her like a bear marks its territory, although Brunhilda couldn't grow body hair making this gay analogy. Moot. Brunhilda-sama, that was... <laughs> One hundred meters from our position. Gondul scrambled to her feet and raced to get redressed. Ah, come on! Can't a futonari come and light up? Brunhilda sheathed her vape and reached for an axe. It was going to be a long night. Yeah, this was this was definitely the closest white elephant we've ever had, except for Matt. Not Matt. Yeah, sorry, Matt. Did you guys? Sorry, Matt. <laughs> he wrote that on purpose. Though. Sorry, Matt. That but was evil. guys. I think that it's really good. That was really good. That like, was great. genuine good was work really of fiction. <laughs> I came three times. I I would I, okay. I'm gonna make a controversial statement. Okay. Okay. I believe my hand is imagine my hand is in the Bible right now. Yes. Okay. I believe oh, on God. Sergio's fan fiction shall be disqualified because it's not fan fiction. But it, it is. is fan it is fiction. It is you it's your characters. It's still fan fiction. You're not a fan. You're the creator. Uh, <laughs> you made these characters. Hold on, hold on, guys. Let's settle this civilly. You're like right, the you're so like the fucking scroll down online Jake, author writing order, the fucking order in the court. Come. Order in the court. What? Jake, you have laid the claim that this is not fan fiction due to Sergio owning said characters. I don't own um, them though. Alright, Sergio Have you written Valraven material with these characters before? I have Guilty, Your what? Honor okay. Your what? Honor, League what? of Legends What? Death SCP-7114 That came up with this fanfiction Was not written by me Okay. Okay. A good defense. Does anyone have a Does anyone have a counter argument? It didn't make me stiff. I'm sorry to say. Okay. My dick doesn't work, so I don't count. I I don't. I think you disqualify him. Not hard. (laughs) (laughs) Is that implied that every other fake made you hard? Yes. So, can we can we turn to the jury and uh and, and and get does so. It seems that the case here, that the story here is that this Sergio technically did not come up with the idea of the fan fiction, but he wrote the fiction itself. He wrote and the story canon. out, and it's canon to his universe. And it's canon to his. The universe. events are not oh. canon. <laughs> the fan I would say fiction this is, is pretty buddy. non-canon. Uh, I'm gonna say this counts because I don't see a reason to not count it. Agreed. Yeah, I'll, 
I was just taking the piss. I just thought it'd be funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, we I just had a serious argue. ass trial. Damn. I I, th- I I could see the argument of it not being <laughs> fan fiction because, however, it is canon to his SCP universe. Yes, because specifically, it is Sergio has written for these characters before. Um, did you did you come up with these characters, Sergio? I did come up with these characters. Let me let me go look up the definition of fan fiction. Oh. Did you just say you come? My my (laughs) argument. If if we're we're genuinely arguing my point, which I am not, which I'm not. But if this is fan fiction, then the uh, Sword Art Online light novel um, fan fiction chapter written by the creator of a Sword Art Online, where Kirito fucks Asuna and then comes two years of coming to her, is also fan fiction, which it's not. Fan fiction, according to Urban Dictionary, the most reliable source on Gali. Uh, so let's look at the de- many definitions here. All right. This is the, this is the most up, upvoted one. The definition fan fiction is when someone takes either the story or characters or both of a certain piece of work, whether it be a novel, TV show, movie, etc., and create their own story based on it. Why is that sometimes more detailed than people, the Marion Webster definition? Sometimes people will take characters from one movie and put them in another, which is called a crossover. Most people bash uh, who bash fanfiction are not willing to look past the fact that it's based on something else to see that it could be worth reading if you like the subject. If you don't like the subject, then obviously they're going to automatically dismiss the fanfiction. That's a really so, cute definition. Uh, it, according to the words of Urban Dictionary on Gali, is that a fanfiction is when someone takes a story or character of a certain piece of work and create their own story based on it. It is based on it. Based. It, so, by Urban Dictionary definitions, it is a fan fiction. All right. All right. Because it I doesn't will... explicitly state that the author uh, didn't create the characters. I will tilt my head. Like, so, uh, we'll let the we'll let the audience decide. All right. True. How about that? We'll let audience True. decide. Our, our, our Ralph from New Jersey can decide. All right. All right. Michael. Okay. We need we need to have a vote. Michael. Yeah. Let's vote. What's up, Jake? Will you explain to our Mary two guests? Yes. Yeah. Will you explain to our two guests oh um, how we decided to do the voting? Okay. So, so Sean and Nick, you two will vote for your favorite fan fiction, and if it's a t- if it's a, if it's a split decision, meaning you don't agree with the same one, each of us get a vote, and it can't be for our own work. So if you guys both agree that one fan fiction is your favorite, then that is the winner. Really? Yes. I'll let you guys think about it. Could you remind us right. what all of them were? Okay. okay. I think a little recap I, I, I'll will be remind, good. I'll, I'll remind them. I'll remind them. I'll, I'll, okay, I, go ahead. Go why ahead. is there Scout CBT in fucking what? novelist? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what, what you're talking about. <laughs> all right. Anyways. So, we started off with Kai's White Elephant, which is Spider-Man and his amazing friends save the holiday, where Spider-Man and his amazing friends defeat a Karen and learn the true meaning of Christmas together, while also allowing Sean Saxon to have his uh, voice clipped of ACAB. <laughs> then followed it up with Jake Vick 2022, which is known as The Siege, which is where Patrick, who could be dubiously Bateman, was kidnapped by the mascot mafia and formed an all-out war where Cool Spot launched nuclear weapons against the world 
And it was left at a cliffhanger with Patrick going to go find the mascot of mascots, Goku. After that, we followed up with Matt Fick. I'm not going to elaborate. After that, (laughs) we had uh, mine, the regular show Christmas special, where Rigby taught Twilight about Jesus, and then Jesus came and fucked his ass. And then we finished it off with a genuine piece of fiction. Uh, Brynhilda X Gondul FF a risky rendezvous under enemy fire, which we we just read. So I hope and that it's you also that. and it's also canon to Sergio's SCP universe. It's also canon. It is also and canon fan fiction. At the same time. <laughs> yes. Hmm. What are you thinking, Nick? I'm having a tough time choosing. I have two. I have on my mind. This is a really good year, so I don't blame you guys for yeah. struggling. Yeah. I think everybody like, honestly, should pat themselves on the back. Michael, yours yeah. was so good. Except for Thank Matt. Thank you. I tried. I tried. Well, Matt was good, ironically. I'm going to be mad if somebody votes for mine. I'm going to be real mad if somebody votes for mine. I was kind of tempted to. I'm not going to lie. But I won't. <laughs> so I, you to respect not. the other wishes. Get you canceled if you vote for it. Actually, I feel like that ship has sailed. If you vote for it, then we upload the Hill Hitler audio. No. Oh, no. At least I have the balls to say that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, Nick, what were your two choices? It's going to either have to be yours or Kai's on which one. Wow, okay. Which stories were those? The Crucified Jesus Cop. Spider-Man or Pepsi-Man? Spider-Man or Pepsi-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man and Pepsi-Man. I was honestly thinking the regular show one. Oh, thanks, Sean. Undecided. Well, Nick Nick is undecided because Sean has given us our vote of regular show. So I have a Puerto Rican coin. I'll flip this, right? I mean, either way, we're going to have to open it up to the the rest of the jury to vote. Yeah, we got to break the tie. Just use U.S. currency? No. Give me a second. Let me write this down. So, Sean, actually, I'll just tally it. Regular show got one, and then whatever Nick voted for. All right, all right. Claim what you want. Heads or tails? Tails. Okay. I have it written in the oh, Zencaster. I dropped it. I dropped it. God damn. Well, I'm writing in the Discord. All right, here oh, we go. Okay. Uh, heads. All right, so it's uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Got nice. All right, so for the rest of us, remember, you cannot vote... For your own fan fiction, you have to vote for someone else's. So I will start because I'm at the top here, uh, at least on mine. Everyone, yeah, fuck top. you, and then we'll then we'll go down each. Uh, personally, I'm 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 gonna give it to, I'm gonna give it to Sergio. Sergio wrote a genuine oh. piece of fan fiction that if you were to post this onto like Ao3, I don't think I would question it. That's just like how clean it was. Fair, fair. Uh, ne- Next up in their order is Maticus. Uh, I have to vote for Spider-Man. That one was so fucking funny. We were unable to read it with any speed. That's fair. So that's all right. Kybert. So I would have normally voted for mine, of course. But right. of course. since I can't, <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, with Mr. Equinox Doodles. Yay! Yippee! I thought that was good. Thank you. I uh, after that is Sergio. Sorry, Jake, oh. you're last. Why am I last? The oh, best for uh, last. You got the you get the who, best. 
who I would vote for. I I I I really enjoyed Michael's this time around. Do I want to add butt to that? That's very this is hard. Yeah, this, um, season, this is really hard. hard. We had a really good year this year. This was like all Yeah, I this stopped. is awesome. Like the genuine next year is going to be even better. Because see, I would say that you just went lol random, but you just made a regular show episode. Yeah, <laughs> what concerns me the most is I was reading it and I thought this is bullshit, and then I thought of it animated as the cartoon in my head, and I thought, oh god, that's an episode. They would do yeah, an episode I, uh, like that. I binged a lot of regular show while working on it, so uh, I, I would not be hurt. That's a compliment for me. It's whatever you, um, whatever you I like. Think the I most will give it to Mikhail this time around. Mm. Yay! And now. Jake. I could tie it up right now and make it a tie. Yeah, you could be a dick. I could <laughs> do that. Wait, that doesn't make sense. I don't know how we do it. Vote? So if if in the case of a tie, wait, hold we'll on. We'll each go through and vote. Uh, we can't vote for ourselves. We're just gonna. I'm just gonna say we already talked about this. In the case of a tie, both the both fan fictions would have one vote for their authors and then the other people would vote for their preferred out of the two but there's seven votes whose vote are we missing we got everybody sean saxon is the only one who didn't vote for the no he voted for regular show yeah i voted for regular oh, show okay yeah, yeah so we, we i have so i have six i just need one more oh wait then it doesn't matter if it would be it's two to four right well if you're voting for a regular show then yeah well, who hasn't voted besides me? Everyone else has voted, right? Or have you Everyone's voted? Everyone's voted, yeah. Everyone's voted. Why is this so oh. hard? Because so I voted for... All right, here. I voted for the SCP. Uh-huh. Uh, then oh, that's right. Michael's, Nick, Michael's is the odd one. Yeah. Nick voted okay. for Spider-Man. Oh, that is, that's why I'm confused. I forgot that you Matt voted for Matt voted for Spider-Man. Kybert voted for regular show. Okay. Sean voted for regular show. And then Sergio I, voted I for I forgot that show. you voted for the SCP. I forgot there was an odd one. Yes. Out. I'm voting for Michael. Oh, All right, you. we have a winner. It was a, it was a, it was a dubious challenge. Honestly, Kai, yours was so fucking good. I, I it genuinely, was. like, I, I know I would get copyright infringement for the fucking because I still need to do the rest of the shirts from our previous white elephants, anyways. Mm-hmm. But oh I'm my su- god, would Disney fuck my ass? Yeah, if they I would. I'm that. surprised that I didn't get any votes. I will say, I, I did, I did really you. like your. Uh... Your your fanfic. I think we all did. I, I yeah. I think that I think was, was the just, best one mm-hmm. I've ever written. Wholeheartedly. I think it was just a it was just a stacked year. I think that's kind of it. Was. it. Yeah. Everyone no, brought fair. their A game except for Matt. And <laughs> well, Matt we brought all... his Matt brought his A game in a different way. I brought way. the Z game. He I brought, brought the Z, Z game. game. He brought the yeah. S game. What the hell are you talking about? S tier game. <laughs> Double S tier no. game. If Double you will. S. All right. Well, that that is that is my redemption arc. I was like, I I I, I basically told myself, I'm gonna be honest. If if I didn't get any laughs this year, I was just never going to try a comedic work of fiction and write something genuine next time. But now, I, now I, things have changed, and I appreciate. I, I it. hope Thank my you guys uh, I hope my my advice that I gave you that was kind of bad was helpful in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Uh, sort of. I I just got into a three a.m. Discord call with my friend. You know, you remember Golden when we played uh, yes. Dark Tide, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just got into a call with him at like two in the morning, and we I, I read him the fan fiction, and he's like, "What if they just fucked?" And I was like, "You're right. There hasn't been any smut this year. I need to be the one that had smut this year." But, but Sergio, thankfully, Sergio came in clutch, and 
yeah we did we did add smut so we we hand shook on that like fucking ryu and cyclops and mvc hell so. yeah like the yeah, this was a, game. Oh my god, this was such a fucking tough year. Like usually we just have like a flat winner like every single time, but this one was actually hard. But just yeah. like me, good job. Thank just you. like all of us. Speaking of you, thank you, Sean and Nick. Thank you both yes, thank so you much for much. coming. Thank you We've for having me. This. this was fun. Yeah. We've never I'm done not this. Hard. Yeah, we're not done. <laughs> my bad. We've never well, done Nick, this with people you and that... I. Oh, you you two on a, right, so. on a share. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, this, this was we've, our uh We've never done this with other people before. It's always just been us laughing at each other's jokes. We've never had outside um forces reacting to them. I think it was a lot of fun to have you guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, if you want me back, just let me know. Oh, we will. I'll, yeah, come back know, next year. I, I always love doing the white elephants every single year. Oh, I'll and honestly, my own next year. You know, I I think that we've been I think that we've been we need we need something for our summer slot, don't we? We need we need something we need some for that summer time slot, like an event, because we have like we have Slash Week in February, right? And we have the White Elephant at the end of the year. We need something in the middle. Well, we summer used to have Game Girls Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby! <laughs> I'm already bust out the G string. <laughs> what, what do you guys think what do you guys think uh you know instead of a white elephant we have a i, I guess the summer slut show <laughs> i don't know if we can call it that i can you call it the sss <laughs> my initials are in that i'm down wait i have an idea i have an idea we write a fanfic, but them. every 250 words, someone else takes over. Like, I start it, oh, no. 250 words, the next person takes it over. <laughs> That's a great I idea. I love it and I hate I it. I like it. Make sure we all, right. all use different font, too. Yes. We could all. I think we have a plan for what we want next year's theme to be, which we will discuss outside of this so we can surprise you. But we'll have to discuss more about summer when that uh, when that comes around, so... You know what? I, I think we did a good job this year. I'm I'm really proud of all of the works, and honestly, I think we're gonna have a we're gonna need a long talk to discuss which one to include in our and uh, in our in our fan fiction read because it, it's got to be a tradition at this point. Yes, mm-hmm. but that won't be tonight also, because I, I have to go to bed. Yes. yes. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having uh, me, guys. Happy New uh, Year. I know Nick said yeah. that you guys could have him back on at any time, but I am not the same way. I don't want to be associated with this podcast anymore. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, maybe he said Hitler once and now he's crying. Where did you <laughs> say Hitler? Where? Oh my God. <laughs> well, he also got fucked. You're right. Jesus, you convinced so me. That's kind of understandable. Jesus again. Your initials You were born for this, dude. You we love Sean Taxum. We love Sean Taxum on the James Doffel. Yeah, Sean. 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 Yeah,
I'm gonna say a slur. I'm gonna say a slur. It's happening. No, Sean. 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 No, S